Miss Stark makes you feel he's a cool exec with a heart of steel. As Iron Man, all jets of blaze, he's fighting and smiting with repulsor rays. Amazing armor, as Iron Man, a blazing bomber. When Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. If he's led to a fight and a duel is due, then the red and the white and the blue will come through when Captain America throws his mighty shield. Holy shit, we broke in. Can you believe that we made it on board the helicarrier? Yes. Well, that was very <laughs> yeah. anticlimactic. I thought. No, was I mean, be, I had very, they, I had a lot of confidence in us. Did you? Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that was, well, it was a good thing. We totally were going to make thing. it anyway, but uh, we managed to sneak past uh, shield security. Yeah. And uh, all the little drones that are flying around. Yeah. And we're going to record one of our yeah. the other stuff too. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm so ready. All right, cool. Moody and stuff. stuff. I love your stuff. Weird stuff. Sensitive stuff. Taxing stuff. Evil stuff. Piffing little stuff. Heavy stuff. Big boy stuff. Super cool stuff you wouldn't understand. So here we go. <clears throat> Today's In the writer's topic. room of S.H.I.E.L.D. Helicarrier. Yeah, it's, is it weird that they have a high five the writer's room on board a S.H.I.E.L.D. Helicarrier already? A little weird, but you got to remember how famous we are. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I just didn't, like, it almost feels like how would they know that we would at one point need it? You never know when you're going to need a high five writer's room. I mean, that's true, I guess. Good so, point. Good point. I like you. your thinking thank there. You, that's solid you, thank logic. You, thank you. <clears throat> so... We're here today to discuss a very serious matter. One of the age-old questions. And that is clearly the fact that anyone who has the ability to be a superhero, quote-unquote, should and has a responsibility to this country to divulge who they are and make themselves known. Right? You agree, right? That is completely incorrect. Because... The process on which they become superheroes and the society that made the need for what they are needs them to be country and political agnostic and fight for the good of mankind against the sources and forces of evil. But so so no, I'm actually going to disagree with you. And I think a very – you know, if, you're, if we're going to talk about heroes, Captain America would agree with me. Well, in, in the <coughs> words of Tony Stark – Fuck you. <laughs> he says that, right? Did he say that? <laughs> I think they're all PG-13. <laughs> all right, I mean, well, you get to say fuck once right. in a PG-13. Boom, there it is. I think he but you just said it again, so now we've No, nah, it's R now. Fuck. Someone tell iTunes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn it. I can't stop. Poop. <laughs> yeah, all right, there we go. Yeah. Bringing it back to the, to the MCU PG-13. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, I, I find this very interesting. I find it very interesting that here we are aboard a shield helicarrier, and it seems we have a civil war on our hands. Ooh, was that an illusion? It was. That and was an amazing. illusion. <laughs> and <Yes>. a magic trick. <laughs> Yay! They're <laughs> not tricks, they're illusions. Michael. <laughs> yes! Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, I know I keep you <laughs> We at least agree reasons. on yeah. one thing. But back and, to um, what we disagree I on. also think it's incredibly ironic that you and I have broken a, a poor a port a port <laughs> yeah we broke a we board <laughs> are we, we have broken a board yeah 
the shield helicarrier. Yes. And we're actually arguing between Captain America and Tony Stark on the very day that Captain America colon Civil Wars is being released in movie theaters. Coincidence? No. <laughs> we totally planned this. No, it has to be a coincidence, right? <laughs> no, we totally Completely planned Completely by accident. <laughs> we planned every bit of this. Also, can I ask you a quick question? No. Um, I think it's weird that you decided to wear a mask. Hey, I'm fighting for the rights of all heroes like myself right. to wear masks, so there's no way I'm not coming to the party in costume. Right. But did it have to be a Hannah Montana mask? It did. There's no better disguise in all of disguisedom as... Than Hannah Montana? Than Hannah Montana, because one of them is blonde and she sings. And you the other what? one is a brunette and she sings. Did you ever see that documentary about Hannah Montana? Hannah that Montana under the you, wig? Yeah. That show, well, oh no. No, I was talking about the show that used to be on the Disney Channel about pop star Hannah Montana, the documentary show. Yes. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it was a real life Person. of... Yeah. yeah. I mean, it told... But it was amazing to me how immediately no one would recognize her when she when she put on the wig it's, and the fancy sparkly jumpsuit It's the usually. Superman effect. Right. It is. So, you know what? Kudos to you. Kudos to you and your long, luxurious locks <laughs> Thank that you, you have currently. Thank you. Uh, might I say... It's it's becoming of you. It, uh, as well it is. I've heard that many times. You should maybe just think about staying that way. So I think that wins me the whole argument, right? No, not no. at all. Not even close. So let's get down to this shit. Yes. Here we are, aboard the helicarrier, about to throw down in a superhero-like fashion for all of these people who are listening or maybe not listening because who knows. And we're going to have it out once We're going to have it out. But because we have to have a fair debate, there have to be some ground rules. Mm, yes. I don't like rules. I don't care. Oh, we're going to have right. them because if, we, if wait, we're going to have a winner. I argue that point in this, in this debate? We're okay, gonna, hold on. We're gonna we play. should have rules. I agree. Good. You win. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Tell me about rules. What okay. are your rules? What so do you think? We obviously haven't seen the movie. So well, the maybe ar- you haven't seen the movie. Well, we neither of us have seen the movie. <laughs> I, saw the movie. I totally saw the movie. Neither of us have seen this movie. <laughs> All right, and I haven't so, seen it. Yeah, right, yeah. And so we're obviously not basing our argument on the trailers or what we think might happen in the film. We're no. basing our argument on the original comic source material. Correct. Correct. Wait. Nah, I think we could include you the trailer. You want to Just the trailers. Okay. Because I think... <clears throat> while the event itself in the comic is the source material, and I want to base our decisions primarily on that source material, I still think it would be doing a disservice to the people who are listening to this and getting hyped to go see the movie tonight if we didn't at least address the MCU in its current setup. I, and because I, they're setting it up a bit different a than bit, the comic book. But the theory behind it is the it's same. But the okay, same. we can allude to the movie and we can reference it and how they, how they tie sure. together. But ultimately, I think our decisions mm-hmm. are based off of the comic material. And because both of us are avid fans of the source material and have read it, yep. we are not basing it on... The knowledge of what happens at the end of the story. Definitely we are not. basing it on the the issue at hand right. while the decision and tension because is there. Because despite popular opinion, neither one of us is psychic. Right. <laughs> and as awesome as that would be and cool of a oh, superpower man. that would be. What a great one. Unfortunately, we remain spoiler free. Yes. 
unfortunately. So this is a spoiler-free pod, uh, podcast, and just, yeah. unless you just haven't read the comics. But at this point, if you cares? haven't read the statute comics. of limitations is way gone on that also, one. Also, I so. feel bad. Like, yeah. why are you? Who are you? Just don't listen to this. Anymore. Read it. So I want like it. Let's a good old <laughs> right. debate. So you get to start. Give I'm, me I'm your side, and, you. and then I'll rebut. And then I'll give you my side. You can rebut, and then we'll have a healthy debate. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead up to what where where I'm coming from. Okay. All right? I'm gonna give you a little backstory. Okay. All right, an origin story, if you will. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and state it at the at the top of our debate. I am clearly Team Stark. I'm Team Iron Man. Okay. First off, he's badass. All right. Well, that's just he's just badass. Okay. But beside that. I am a firm believer that <clears throat> people having such great abilities should have equal responsibility. Ooh, I like the play on words. Did you see there. what I did there? I did. I did. Oh, good. Um, so, I here's kind of where I come from on this. <clears throat> Clearly, we've seen the devastation that has been caused by unchecked unregulated people coming to the aid of what they think to be a serious situation, right? We've seen that in every other movie. I'm going to jump outside of the Marvel canon. I'm going to say we we saw that as recently as uh, Superman. That is one of the... I like that so many movies nowadays are addressing the collateral damage that yeah. happens in those films because so many people die in those. Like, if you pay attention, it's it's unbelievable. So, yes, I do enjoy that... That that issue is being addressed. That is a hot but button topic of today. It is, but th- I mean, this comic was written long time ago. Yeah, Mark Miller was was thinking about this long before we were thinking about it in the MCU. And now everybody's doing it. Everybody's yeah. jumping on the bandwagon of like, yeah, but what about yeah. the little people? Yeah. yeah, that dude just crashed through a building. Like three hundred people were in there, and <laughs> yeah. they're all dead now. Yeah, but Zod has <clears throat> stopped. So exactly. <sighs> so I'm gonna say that I if if movies and comic books have taught us nothing, all right, other than how to dress up in cool, fancy suits and jump off your mom's roof and land in the bushes and possibly break your leg, right? Right. Because that was taught to me. Yeah. Uh, Then it has taught us that a a modicum of responsibility has to be taken for the actions of the superhero. No matter how heroic their ideals may be, somebody has to be responsible for what happens. And that's where I stand, and I feel like like heroes need to step forward, and they need to say, yes, I'm a hero, and yes, I'm going to help you. But I agree that I can't just go off and do whatever I want. I can't be like, hey, I'm Superman. I'm just going to I'm gonna stop. There's a bank robber. I'm going to blast him with my laser beams. I can't be like, hey, I'm Captain America. I have amazing martial arts You're skills that I've developed. back and forth between the I universes cool. just I'm gonna so quick. I'm going to the shit out of you. <laughs> That's my other <laughs> tool of argument is I'm just going to bounce all over the place until you forget what we're even talking about. He gave me some about. special brownies, and now you're just going to talk in circles <laughs> yeah. around universes. Shit's going to get real weird. I'm going to get all Doctor Strange up in here, okay? Oh, we're going to talk there? about him. We're going to talk about okay. him. Okay, so – um, that's where I'm coming from. So I, I agree with, with Tony Stark and I agree with the council being made for people who have or have not read the comic book. Mm. The whole thing bases around some collateral damage that happens during a battle. Which is super dark, by the way, because it's kids. It's a playground. It's crazy dark. Crazy it's dark. And like, I think dark. it's like 300 people die and mm-hmm. 60 of them are kids. Yeah. 
It's it like they lay it out. Numbers, it's, yeah. it's it's it's. There's gnarly. a panel of just. It almost looks like Terminator 2, but it's just a silhouette of kids playing on a playground, like with bouncing balls and jumping rope, and just this fireball incinerating them. It's it's one of the darker things. It is. That, that happens. I 100% agree, and it causes the world to kind of go into uh, this panic mode. Panic mode of wait a minute. While it's been all fun and games that these people are jumping to our rescue. There's a lot of innocent people who are dying in this chaos. Now, how this was handled and how this situation was brought up in the battle that starts off Civil War is, is a little questionable. <laughs> so maybe they shouldn't have handled the battle in the way that they did, and it might not have ended up with as many casualties. But I think ultimately, um, you know, nobody, there was no oversight. They rushed into battle. They killed a lot of innocent people. You're talking about Sokovia. Yes. Okay. And which I think in this one is no, no, no. It's different. Yeah, it, in the comics, it's registration it's act, re- right? Because it has nothing to do with uh, with this, Ultron. It in, has nothing to do with right. it. It was basically in the comics. It's a teenager like renegade band of right. superheroes that basically just exist to have a television show. Correct. And they attack a reality like, show. yeah, a reality show. And they attack a uh, a hideout of actual major badass villains. Right. And one of them just blows up an entire and everybody neighborhood. Everybody dies except for two of them. Yeah. The, Even the that uh, speedball, the guy who exactly. initiates the whole thing dies. So, yeah. um, I mean, it's 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 crazy. Um but you know, so I've got to ask you though. I, I I appreciate your point. And I understand the logic behind it, but I think you're missing a few points. Let me ask: Are so you're on Team Stark? Yep. So what you've talked about so far is accountability. Yes. And that's great. And I actually agree with you on the fact that there needs to be accountability. But the the full extent of what you Tony teams Tony Stark are approving is that superheroes then become government employees. They get yes. paychecks, they get pensions, they get badges, they get training, they get standards, they get Practices. oversight. Yes. Yes, all of that. Yeah. So that's where our major disagreement will lie because not I don't disagree that some accountability is necessary. Collateral damage is always terrible. But who is legitimately the right person to have that oversight? Is it the United States government that has – Let's talk about the Marvel Universe. Effed up, fucked up over and over and over and over again. I mean, come on. Captain America was betrayed by the government at least three different times. So, of course, he's not going to want to say, oh, now you're in charge. So – is it our government that's uh, that's uh, they're accountable to? Is it the UN who is also corrupt? Is it uh, Galactus? I mean, who are who is actually in charge of this? Because that's where the corruption comes in, uh, and I think that's going to be my biggest look, foible look, to this. In the words of Kanye, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> I am right. finished. I'm gonna let that's you finish. That's my rebuttal. That's okay. my that's my so that's gonna, my opening I'm argument. I'm gonna answer to you. that. I'm gonna answer that with who should be in charge. Okay. And who should be in charge is Tony Stark. <laughs> Just because you want to have a little little squeaky, squeaky butt play <laughs> with Tony Stark does not mean he gets to win this argument just because he's neat. Here's, here's my, my rebuttal regarding okay. that, okay? And here's why I think Tony Stark is a good, is the, is a good person, a good uh, nomination for that position, okay? Okay. First off, let me back up a little bit. Let me get into S.H.I.E.L.D., all right? Okay. S.H.I.E.L.D. is a problem. S.H.I.E.L.D. was a problem from its beginning, 
But but uh, if we're talking about the movie now, yep. Shield disillusioned. Well, gone. sort of. Yes. Okay. So Shield as a whole is done. It's dissolved. Right. But key members of Shield who made Shield kind of like what Hydra. It is, right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Shield they, is the good version. It's the of Hydra. good Hydra. Right. <laughs> it's the good Hydra. Um, still exist. So in in that instance, um, just because the you know the company. Let's let's speak in that term. Just because the company went under doesn't mean that the key players can't go off and form a new company. Just because Enron, just because Enron got shut down, right. doesn't mean those CEOs don't now own PayPal. Yes, exactly. That's a totally true thing. Look yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> so we, so here's here's the Tony Stark argument, and I think this is going to be kind of weird. Okay. Uh, Tony Stark is a bad guy. Yeah. Okay. Inherently. Right. Okay. He is. Yeah. He started out as a bad guy. Oh yeah. He's a. He's a, he he was does a not. Corrupt. Human. He does not give. Well, he originally did not give two shits about anybody. about anybody. Right. But himself. Right. Yeah. So let's go with Marvel cinematic canon. Okay. In that um, huge weapons manufacturer, Stark Industries. That's in the comics too. Yeah. Um, decided. To, after a life-altering event in the MCU, it was being kidnapped by the Ten Rings and you know forced to build a missile and, and yada yada. He created mm-hmm. the Iron Man suit. Um, but he, of his own volition, seeing the error of his ways, decided to become heroic. He didn't start off heroic. Okay, that's which, true. Which, in my opinion, makes him a more valuable asset because he, much like I said in our Batman discussion... To think like a villain, you have to think <laughs> like, like a, a villain, villain. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is the best. I want that on a poster you're, with okay. a kitten hanging we somewhere. We can make that happen. I have a feeling you're not the only one who wants that on a poster. <laughs> and if it and if it continues, fivers, reach out. Let us know. Yeah. My five at highfivethepodcast.com. <laughs> let us know that you want posters, and we will get you. We will get you posters. Some to think like a villain. Yeah. You have to <laughs> think like, like a villain. villain. Posters. Okay. Right? Anyway, so, back to your argument. Back to that. So I think he, he knows how to think like a villain. Uh-huh. He understands the, the, the bad side of humanity. But he also chose for no reason other than seeing that side and basically wanting to disavow it after seeing the chaos that was caused by his actions. Right. Um, and, and choose defending people instead. Okay. Well, can I rebut? Yes. Okay. I love you know I love Iron Man. Yes. You know I'm a big Tony Stark fan. Yeah. Honestly, if we were debating who's better, like we did with Batman versus Superman, if we were debating who's better, I would easily agree with you on this. Okay. But we're not. We're actually debating the principles. Sure. And so you say Tony Stark should be in charge. Yep. I think he's a smart guy. He's obviously I was smart. just explaining he's, why. He's obviously a smart guy. Sure. So Tony Stark, so far, let's just take the cinematic universe. Sure. Has openly mocked. Um, oh shit! Uh, who was Ben Kingsley? Oh, Why am I blanking uh, on that? The Mandarin. The Mandarin. He openly mocked the Mandarin, bringing about all types of terrorist activity yeah. because he got emotionally attached. Sure. Detached. He revealed his identity after the first, at the end of the first movie, just on a whim because he's a playboy. 
who created Ultron? Can you remind right. me who created Ultron? Uh, who 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 got it into yeah, his mind was, that would be a good it idea? Was, it was Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it was Bruce but, Banner. But whose whose idea was it? Um, I'm yeah, it was Tony Stark's. <laughs> it was Tony Stark's. It was Tony Stark's idea. Right. So so far, pretty much every problem that is the cause sure. of the Sokovian Act sure. is because of you. Okay. It's because of Team Stark. Right. So therefore, to have him say he's the poster boy for the idea of of accountability, he's the only one that needs it. He needs accountability. So of course he agrees with the policy. But it should just be for him because he's the problem. I, ah. I have to strongly disagree with you there. <laughs> I, but come on. He is. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's go with – all right. So he is. Fine. We'll go with that. All right. We'll go with your logic on that for now. <laughs> well, let's touch on Captain America. Okay. All right. What is Captain America? Captain is, America is the figurehead for the idea that the system, the, the corrupt system should not be in control of the most powerful humans on Earth because villains will not apply to a set of rules. Evil will not apply to a set but, of rules. So goodness yeah. can't be under But I'm talking, let's break it guidance. down to its, to its base roots. What is Captain America? Captain America is a, Here, is a weak you. boy now, who, you had who was w a genetic right. experience. Yeah, double, you're right. He's a weapon. He is a weapon that was manufactured by the United States mm -hmm. to fight. That was his sole purpose. But was it? Yeah, it was. But was it? It was. What did they do with them first? They trained them, and they weeded no, them out. And No, no. Captain America, uh -huh. after they made him a genetic oh, yeah. super monster. He was a poster boy. Until what? He was, he Until was propaganda. he... I understand. Change. But what this, was he manufactured for is my point. Apparently propaganda. Yeah, exactly. But he was also to be used as a weapon, right? <laughs> he could they have were been, developing they the never super did. soldier. So it doesn't matter that they didn't. <laughs> now who also builds weapons? <laughs> Tony Stark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so this is a flimsy argument. You're it? gonna need to change <laughs> tactics. I feel like I'm arguing exactly like Tony Stark was. <laughs> <laughs> Probably yeah. in a drunken so, rage. Exactly. So um, but here's my other thing. Um, I feel like Captain America is naive. He mm -hmm. blindly followed orders. Okay. Now, granted, he in heroic bouts would jump on grenades, as oh, we've yeah. seen in the MCU. He would uh, defy his superiors. He would he would put lives at risk when he thought he was doing the right thing. Right. Right. Including people that he cared about. Right. Right. So. To me, I don't see it to be any different, really. He is just much more socially acceptable as <laughs> a hero. He's because he is the epitome of good boy charm and red, white, and blue. He's basically the Superman of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He is. He is. He's close to indestructible in a lot of circumstances, especially in the MCU. They've made him oh, yeah. very indestructible. That's a good point. Um and he is really kind of going by his own guidance. I would say f more so than Tony Stark does. Tony Stark, in a pinch, is also shown to do the same thing. He'll throw himself on a grenade, too. I seem to remember in the MCU him riding a nuclear missile into outer space. I did remember that. Right? And there he brought, like, he was really nice to Happy when he was in the hospital. <laughs> exactly. He he's, loves him. He's, he's, he's a, a nice really, dude. He's good to his help. Can I blow your mind? Can I actually pause you? Sure. I'm going to let you finish. No, that's cool. And I'll pause you. I'm going to blow your mind. All right. I don't think Captain America should be in charge. All right. 
All right, okay. that's fair. Yeah. But you also don't think anyone should be in charge. Well, no, 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 ha, no. Okay. I think there should be a collective. All right. So I think all the superheroes who are inherently good should f- almost like the Justice League. So if you let's hop universes, the Justice League basically exists in outer whoa, whoa, space. Can't, you can't just go from one. <laughs> I don't know. I got the idea from some crazy place. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. But they exist basically in outer space. No one overlooks it's Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and all of them. It's all the good stuff. And they, as a collective of good, help. And they are not overseen by the U.S. government who can could easily be run by Trump this time next year. Yeah, that is true. If, if, what if, what oh. if Trump – okay, Registration Act goes through. Sokovian Act goes through. Yeah. And then Trump becomes president. Yeah. And he's trying to get rid of ISIS. Yeah. Now Tony Stark works for him. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and stop you there because I think if we're talking in, in that universe – with superheroes, I don't think someone like Trump would ever <laughs> would ever be. President. It wouldn't ever get that far. It would be impossible. <laughs> I mean, Robert Redford, maybe, <laughs> maybe. but uh, no. he's the new Reagan. He, he should is, run. He I would is. vote for Redford. I would totally, I would vote, totally for Redford. vote for Redford. Yeah. Hashtag vote Redford. <laughs> Redford for president. Hashtag Redford for president. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so that's my that's my defense. There is I'm just gonna say that's not even a plausible question <laughs> I think I think too many shadow organizations would have taken Trump out a long time ago. But here's the other thing: is think about the I'm gonna switch tactics on you. I'm gonna bring up another point. Okay. So safety we understand, especially safety for unaccountable acts of superpowers. Sure. So. With these acts, everyone has to unmask themselves. The villains do not have to unmask themselves. Venom is not unmasking himself. Um, Taskmaster is not unmasking himself. So when Peter Parker comes out, which he does in the comics, but when uh, everyone else comes out, their families Uh are in danger from a lot of very, very powerful, very dangerous people so dangerous that my voice cracked a few sentences ago and it embarrassed me Uh, but so there's a safety level that has to be considered and that's an unbelievable risk and is the government willing to put all of them into protective custody or hiding for the rest of their lives Mm -hmm. and then what kind of lives are those no and i have an answer for that you ready for this yes all right do you know how the government works now no okay we have secret services now currently right seal team sixes if you will Right. I propose, and I think Tony Stark would agree, that we have an elite squad of SEAL Team 6 type uh, superheroes that remain masked. Government sanctioned, we know who they are. But what happens when those records get out? Government is corrupt. Inherently, uh, look through any comic universe, government is inherently corrupt. But you can't corrupt. just say that, that we're just all going to run around with no government because how, what's to say that your, your uh, what did you call it? Your group of people who you want to lead? What is it? Oh, my collective. Yeah, my collective, collective of good. Who's to say that your collective of good isn't corruptible? So that's the same, you run into this Tony Stark is corruptible? Issue. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, but he is. Steve Allen, wait. That's why Tony is Stark not. heads it up, but I'm not saying he's on data duty. <laughs> <laughs> but Captain yeah. America is not, I mean, not corruptible. Hank Pym? He might be by love. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and spoil Winter Soldier. Look at Bucky. You yeah. know? He, he should have killed him. But Bucky's a good person. He's being framed from what I it understand. It doesn't matter. He should have, in the protection of good, if you've seen Winter Soldier and the amount of destruction <laughs> that was caused by that movie, he should have killed Bucky. But Bucky was reprogrammed. That's a different story. Uh, but he didn't know that that was possible. And he didn't know that that's what caused him to do that. It was just because this guy was his best bud growing up that he refused to kill him. And in the meantime, while not killing him, because he could have. Oh, yeah, he could have. Yeah. While not doing that, I'm going to say billions of people died. That might be billions an exaggeration. Of people died. <laughs> I, I maybe, maybe a hundred or two. <laughs> Maybe. Well, but, I mean, those helicarriers have to be staffed by like a couple thousand, and like three of those went down. Went down. So there's at least so, at least eight thousand. At least seventy five percent of them were Hydra anyway. Right. Yeah. So, so that's okay. That was okay. Yeah. That was an Punisher. acceptable casualty. That's Punisher acceptable right. levels of casualty. Right. So I'm going to argue in the sense that um, that Captain America is corruptible. He's not corruptible in the normal way that most people would be by vices or anything of that nature. He's corruptible by his own moral code. He's corruptible by his own sense of good and his own ability to love. Aww. <laughs> but let me go back to my collective. Yep. If Captain America is corruptible, which I would agree with, if Tony Stark is corruptible, if there are 27 of them keeping everyone accountable, then any individual corruptibility isn't as negative a factor. It's like the bundle of sticks metaphor. One stick you can break easily, two sticks maybe, but you get a huge bundle of sticks, you're not breaking it right. because they they can draw strength and from each other. that's why I'm talking about thousands of sticks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thousands of sticks. It's banding together. Yeah, yeah, so we're arguing the same point. I you're just on Team Stark. I just don't think that <laughs> they should have it. to unmask themselves, and I don't think they should be, have to be regulated by the government. I think they should regulate themselves you based on their own consensus of good. But by a group, you, cannot, you could not oversee them if you don't know who they are. Who cares? Yeah, America cares. <laughs> the but, world cares. But but they you don't. You may not care. But they don't. Safety cares. Aw. Don't bring in safety. Love cares. Aw. <laughs> okay. Well, let's take this back years upon decades upon right. centuries. Yep. What you're basically describing is saying there's an elite group of human beings in our societies that have abilities beyond what other people in our society have, Yes. and we should establish them in a force that are used to protect us. Correct. That's exactly how the police got started yeah. because of those exact situations. These people are athletic and brave and determined enough to protect us. So let's train them and put them in government <laughs> and get, get in government okay. control and then use them for good. All right. And then now we've gone through a society that force, that police force, has been corrupted enough uh -huh. that superheroes and vigilantes like Daredevil, who doesn't have superpowers, right. just – Really good hearing. Um, and his other sense is Daredevil's awesome. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to and disparage like, him. He has super fast healing, too, yeah. in the new MCU. Kind of, yeah, he does. Yeah. I don't think he's supposed to, but he does. But he does. Um, but so now we're basically saying we want to do the exact same thing, and over a couple 
decades or however long it takes, they will become drones, they will become oversight, and they will become corrupted. And then a new form of vigilante will have to be created to fight crime that they're not paying attention to because of other interests in a capitalist democracy, if you will. I would rather deal with the with the uh, villain that I am aware of than the villain that I'm unaware of. So I would rather fight and protect against issues that I already know are going to be issues than to take on issues that I have no idea about and just hope that by the strength and caring and loving and understanding of these people that I have tasked to help me, that they can just get the the job done. Um, They have been so far. But they haven't, <laughs> because they dropped an entire city from the sky. Well, just that once, though. Right, yeah. <laughs> but also, maybe, but in, in your accounting, maybe Captain America could have, like, gone under it and, like, held it up with love and caring Maybe, and probably, right? with his goodness. Arguing. He right. could have gone with right. his goodness. Um. I just, I, I honestly think that, you know, because basically we're, we're arguing, if we want to bring it real world, we're arguing uh, government oversight versus no government oversight. Right? For superheroes. Well, in, just for superheroes. In general. Not like for mafia bosses or, or grocery stores, right. but like superheroes. Right. Um, but, you know. Like Ant-Man. But, yeah, Ant- okay. Let's go with smaller superheroes. Okay. At what point do you stop regulating? Because let's say you have the power to... I don't think there should be regulation at all. I know. But my point is, without any regulation at all, we're talking about potentially millions of unchecked superhumans walking around this planet that you have no idea even exist. Let's take it outside of the Marvel MCU that's been introduced to us or the Marvel comic universe that's been introduced to us, and let's let's posit that potentially there are millions more superheroes that haven't even been written about, thought of, dreamed of, looked at yet, okay? And also billions of supervillains and heroes and whatever that haven't even been thought out. So if we never check any of it, and we're just like, bye, everybody's just free to do whatever they want to do. It doesn't matter. Then you have, like, microwave man, like, setting hamsters on fire <laughs> just because, uh, you know, potentially, because he can. But it's like the government's like, oh, I mean, he's not really harming anybody. He's just blowing up hamsters inside his open That's what sociopaths do. Right? They're uh, microwave right. people. Those are microwave people. Right. So but then if, but if, but then if microwave man is instead like one day he's like, you know what? I'm tired of blowing up hamsters. I'm gonna go to the local Seven Eleven. I'm gonna heat up people's burritos for free. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. You get where I'm totally. going with this? Yeah. Totally. So. <laughs> so but no. But he chose when to stop blowing up hamsters <laughs> himself. Nobody came in and said, "Hey, man." <laughs> You can't blow up hamsters. That's fucked up. In this scenario, I'm imagining that Daredevil would probably like smell the hamster fur that's on fire because he has the great senses. And he would swoop down and be like, bro, you can't do this shit. Like, don't do this shit. And he would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, how about you do something good for society? He's like, no. He's like, okay, well, then you're going to come to jail. Then, Oh, exactly. Then Daredevil is basically already doing the job of what I'm proposing we put in place. But 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 instead, I'm just saying we pay him for it and give him dental insurance. (laughs) 
<laughs> but but you're also saying he has to be registered. He has to be he he has to check in and have yeah. hours. Yeah, because I don't then, want him going. And like, then Matthew Murdoch and his entire family are now at risk. Yeah, but what happens if like Daredevil just decides that people shouldn't use as much water as they do? <laughs> then Luke Cage would come over and beat his ass. But what if Luke Cage is like? It's like, hey man, I'm also on your side. I also think people use way too much water. And then Wolverine would come in and kick his ass. What if Wolverine comes in and is like, hey guys, I'm really thirsty, but I don't want to fight you guys. So I say we just continue to do this. And what if all of them work for the government? Then the government says no. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what happens with corruption in government. No, you cannot do that. Does exactly. And then they say, here's. Here's Captain America who now works jo- for us. Have some John Oliver clips you need to watch. <laughs> that's not how the government works. But that's how Marvel They're like corruption. Works. What's happening over here? Yeah, that's how that's how Marvel government works. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Not even in those governments yeah, does it work that true. way. They're All just right, they're fair. more corrupt. Okay, so I'm an idealist. <laughs> so what you're wrong. Okay. What you're well, maybe. Yay, Captain America wins. <laughs> no. Hey, it's my movie, Captain America Colon Civil War. It doesn't say Tony Stark Colon Civil War. It wouldn't say that anyway. It'd be Iron Man colon Civil War. <laughs> I was about to say that would be weird. But Steve says, Rogers is uh, colon Civil War. See, oh, but you know, it's not that would prove my point though. <laughs> but okay, I do want to step outside this argument because one of the major differences with the comics and the MCU is that he's running around. No one knows. I mean, everyone knows who Captain America is. And the, yeah, they and know the, he's Steve Rogers. Yeah, but in the comics, they don't. Yeah, that's true. So like he should like that's he doesn't care about the unmasking. I would care about the unmasking because I mean Peter Parker who does in the comics unmask and like he's married to Mary Jane at that time and um I mean his whole family is in danger. But though. I think he does care in the MCU. I will argue mm. that point with you. I think he does care. I think they're setting him up in the sense that um he f- sees the unmasking less as of like um He's doing it very, what do you call it, uh, non uh, – it's not self-serving right. at all. In, in the MCU version of Captain America, he's very, you know, I'm just going to help the smaller man. So I think he right. sees potential problems for others, but not for himself, and so he's just trying yeah. to help in that And way. since we haven't seen the movie, I have no idea if he, un- if he unmasks in the film. They may have changed that aspect, and he just fights alongside I them. I know, I know, that, I know um, how the Civil War comic book ends. Yeah, I know how that ends. But I also know that Black Panther, they swap sides. So in, yeah. the, in the Civil War comic, he's on Captain America's team, but in – in the movie trailers, it looks like he's chasing Bucky on the on the motorcycle to knock him off. Like it, he's obviously I agree. N- on Team Iron Man, so so it's going to be interesting to see how they do it in the in the film because they're not going to have the reality show teenage superhero explosion. They're going to base it off of uh, Sokovia. They're going to base it off New York, and then I think there's a another event that gets Bucky gets framed for. Right. So they're going to base it off of that. But it'll be interesting to see how they align sides because there's a lot more characters involved in the comics. I, I mean, agree. it's it's everybody. It's Fantastic Four plays a huge part. X Men play a huge part. Huge part. I mean, everybody's and in. One there. thing we can agree on is that we're both super excited. Oh, it's going to be so great! And it's going to be great, and that Spider Man is in it. Spider Man. And, that and I love was the able suit. to work out a deal <sighs> with Sony to use Spider-Man in the MCU. Yep. And, and he's getting his own movie. And because he's a linchpin in mm-hmm. the comic, 
Yeah. Civil War. Well, now, he, I don't he know if he's going to be a linchpin in the movie. I don't right. know how much they're going to be able to really set him up to be a linchpin in, you know, the yeah. first movie he's in in the MCU. But I'm excited to yeah. to see him return home amongst his. And I've Marvel I've been friends. keeping spoiler free, and I'm very excited to see it. So. And I agree with you that the suit looks awesome. Yeah, oh yeah, I like it. It looks very comic. Yeah, looking. with his he gets his eye facial expressions back. He never Which had is that awesome. before. It's very yeah. Rorschach. I yeah, feel like it's kind of yeah. the moving cloth kind I of like thing. It. Yeah, I like it. Um, it's beautiful. So, all right, so we can as- agree to disagree. Yes, that you think Captain America is right, at least in his stance. in principle, and you are wrong. Yeah, and I know for a fact how the comic ends, <laughs> and that I win. So yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah, but well, that's why I like, said we couldn't talk about that at the beginning because it, it in the end you do yeah. because what happens is they have that big they have that big war, and Steve Rogers realizes this is now causing more damage than exactly. than everything. So he gives in for what he feels is the greater good, which right. there's that good collective again, exactly. but. You know, at least they're not being sent to uh, the... And he uh, goes to prison. Yeah, he does. Well, for a little bit. Well, yeah. But at the end... Yeah. At the end, he goes to prison, and Tony Stark assumes the head of the new... Right. The new Avengers. Right. The The new new Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. becomes the the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Over over Hill. Yeah. It was really... Over Hill, and Hill goes... Gets demoted. Yeah. (laughs) You know, she's like, get out of here. They're like, go back to... Lieutenant Sergeant or something like that, yeah. So, yeah, he's in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the new Avengers, so... It'll I'm be- very interested to see how this plays out. Yeah, I'm because super it's, it's being a Captain America movie, you almost feel like he, Tony Stark can't win. But I mean, yeah. he, he almost been in the comics. He does. So who, who's to say? And I also I'm have pumped. to say, um, I'm just excited as a comics fan, and I know you feel the same way. This is honestly something that I never thought we'd get to see ever. I never thought that this would be a movie. I thought this was too comic booky. This mm-hmm. is too nerdy. It had too many moving p- parts and pieces. And and in movies that weren't a trilogy or a book series didn't share a universe, no. especially different entities. Exactly. A so film. I never thought that this would ever happen. And so I have to say that my inner uh, comic book lover is just... Oh, however this turns out. Overjoyed the fact that I get to watch this unfold. Giddy. Uh, Giddy. No matter how crazy it is. So I think that's great. Um, let's real quick before we head out of here because I'm fairly confident that whether S.H.I.E.L.D. likes us on here or not, that it sounds like they're starting the engine is going to be taking off soon. And I've got things to do at home. We got to go. I can't just, you know, be floating around. Not a flyer. Up in the sky. Um, Flyers grab a buddy. Right, yeah. So we got to get out of here. But before we do that, I just wanted to real quick also touch on the fact that we recently saw a Benedict Cumberbatch starring Doctor Strange trailer that I was... And it was amazing. It was super awesome. But that beard, though. It, I, you know what? I don't even care. I think it's going to be great. Well, that beard was when he was in Tibet looking for yeah, the... Yeah, but I'm going to say, like, that beard looked super fake. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it looked yeah. real weird. What if we find out that it actually was his beard? He grew it for the show, for the movie, and you're like, it looks super then fake. Then be like, well, Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> don't get ever... get better facial hair. <laughs> don't ever grow a beard again. You're but a movie star. Have it looks better so facial amazing. hair. It does oh. look really good. But I do I do like that, I mean, it's obviously being released after Civil War, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he abstains in the comic from the whole thing anyway, right. so it's almost fitting to not have him. To not have him in there. To, to not even hint at him, almost. Exactly. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. And yes, it did look fantastic in every way. Sanctorum right. looked so good. Um, so I hate to do this to you, but... Um, Gotta go. I th- well, I, th- I think we already took off.
did you did you bring a parachute with shit? So that's it. Uh, we're done. Okay. I don't know how we're gonna get down. We'll find a pod. Hey, hey. You know who could flash down? Tony Stark. Yeah. Just Let's saying. go find him. <laughs> All right. Tony! <laughs> Tony! Tony! <laughs> Mr. Phoenix! Save me! Tony! Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off. What are you? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropy. I know guys with none of that worth a penny. I've seen the footage. The only thing you really fight for is yourself. You're not the guy to make the sacrifice play, to lay down on a wire and let the other guy crawl over you. I think I would just cut the wire. Always a way out. You know, you may not be a threat, but you better stop pretending to be a hero. A hero? Like you? You're a laboratory experiment, Rogers. Everything special about you came out of a bottle.